Welcome to the first episode of Talking Paranormal. My name is Chris Albrecht, and this is... Hi, I'm Matt. Uh, I don't know what to say to that. I'm just Matt. I'm Big Block. That's Matt Big Block. And uh, we're good friends who discovered a mutual interest in the paranormal. So we decided, after doing an episode of one of my other podcasts about the paranormal, that we should start a live stream show about the paranormal. So... The plan is to just talk about everything in the realm of the paranormal and mysterious, you know, Bigfoot, ghosts, UFOs. Uh, we might get into some conspiracy theories, um, missing people, just crazy things that, you know, kind of fly under the radar in most conversation. Um, for this first episode, I thought it would be a good idea. We both thought it would be a good idea, actually, to basically introduce ourselves because we're coming into the world of the paranormal and... You know, we're brand new to this field, and we we thought it would be fun to have a show about it. So I guess I'll kick it off. Like I said, my name's Chris, and I basically got involved in the paranormal when I was in third grade. I, uh, you know, as a kid, you know, you like movies like E.T., at least I did, you know, cartoons, Casper the Friendly Ghost, things like that. So, like, the paranormal and things like that are, and extraterr extraterrestrials are on your mind, but you really don't. Like, I, I didn't really believe it, so to speak. I knew it was make-believe, essentially. And uh, like I said, in third grade, I, I went to the library at school, and I found a book on monsters. And in that book, there was the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, the Abominable Snowman, and all sorts of myths and legends. And ever since then, I hit the ground running. And it's a subject that... I listen to other podcasts about, I watch documentaries on TV about, I love paranormal shows, and it, it's just fun to talk about and to think about the possibilities, because this world is so big and mysterious, and we don't really know everything, you know, we don't know the truth. Um, I don't think anyone has all the answers, and I don't think we're going to we're gonna discover any answers on this show, but what we are going to do is we're going to discuss the topics and give our opinions. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun from, you know, the point of view that Matt and I have, because we're both blue collar guys. And, you know, I think this is going to be a fun, lighthearted approach to this subject matter. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I personally, I've never seen a UFO. I've never seen Bigfoot. I've never seen a ghost. I've had a couple questionable experiences. I've talked to so many people that have had experiences and I'm a skeptical believer. Like, I really have to see something with my own eyes in order to believe that it's true. But at the same time, I believe, you know, I'm open minded to the possibility. So I think that's why my journey into the paranormal has been so fun um, and why I'm so excited about this podcast, because it it's a subject that I don't really open up too much about uh, in front of my family and friends. Like, I, I talk a little bit about Bigfoot and ghosts and stuff, but. I never really dive deep into all the things I've ever learned or heard from stories from other people and things like that. So this is going to be a fun platform to get a chance to do that. And my story isn't nearly as cool as my friend Matt's. So I'm going to let Matt take it away and uh, let him tell you how he got involved into the paranormal. Hey, guys. Uh, so um, I started kind of the same way Chris did. Um, I had books and stuff as a kid, but um, the difference was I wasn't looking at them 
from a curiosity standpoint, I was looking at them as a, I was trying to understand what was going on in my own personal life. Um, so I'll tell one of my ghost stories first, and then I'll tell another story that involves this episode. So as a kid, I was, I mean, the 80s and 90s were a completely different animal. Anybody watching this knows. I was a latchkey kid. So, I mean, it was just me and my mom. So I was in about the first grade. I was staying home alone. And my mom worked across the street. And then the neighbors were just down the street were family friends. So it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, they always say you'll see the stuff out of the corner of your eye. And that's true. Um, for the entire day when I was there, I saw something crossing the hallway back and forth out of the corner of my eye. When I was sitting there watching TV, it was crossing back and forth. And then finally, about three quarters of the way through the day, this is about 3 p.m. And this is how much traumatized me, so I remember this. Um, <laughs> it was about 3 p.m. And then I finally felt noticed. Like, you know that feeling where you're finally being looked at or something's finally watching you? I had that feeling sink in. And one of the times it went across, it stopped in the doorway and it leaned back out. And I felt like I was being looked at. I was out the door and down to uh, the, the friend's house, the family friend's house, um, and refused and refused to leave until uh, my mom came home. Um, that's just one story of many that I told Chris the other night, and it and those kind of got him freaked out a little bit. And apparently, they were good stories. I don't know. I mean, you grew up you grow up with it. You just kind of get used to the stuff. Um, and then the one that has to do with tonight's episode, uh, we're we're hit, we're starting off with Bigfoot. Um, my family has experienced things there since they were children as well. Like my mom and my aunts and my uncle. And uh, the one that stands out to me that might have to do with this episode is where we live is still, it's, it's rural. It's, it's developed quite a bit now, but it's still pretty rural. And when they were kids, it was nothing. Like there was nothing going on out here, but farms and open space and woods. So when it was Friday night, and everybody be going out for the night to do stuff like teenagers do. Everyone else would leave, and my aunt Brenda would be at home by herself until my uncle Jerry, when they were dating, would come pick her up to go out for their their date. And she said every time everybody else left, and there was no cars outside, a large brownish orange figure would come out of the woods and wander around the house. And when I say large, I'm 6'2", 6'3", and the windows on this house were still probably about right here on me at the bottom sill. <laughs> like, they were high windows, and it would be head and shoulders in the window. And they swore it was a spirit. They all thought it was a spirit of some sort. I'm not convinced they weren't seeing a, a roaming Sasquatch that was just hanging out in the area for a while. Because, I mean, there's been hundreds of sightings in Arkansas, hundreds of sightings in Oklahoma. We're right on that border, and a lot of the sightings are on the border. So I wouldn't be surprised if we just had one kind of roam over a little bit and just see what was going on. I mean, like I said, there was nothing here. It was nothing but farmland, chicken houses, and Walmart. So <laughs> Insane, dude. And for those of you that don't know, I'm actually from Washington State, and the Pacific Northwest is like a hot spot for bigfoot sasquatch and um when matt and i got into talking i i had known that 
Sasquatch has been seen pretty much. Actually, it has been seen in every state with the exception of Hawaii. So every state has their own version of Sasquatch or Bigfoot or, you know, the swamp ape. Um, skunk ape. Skunk yeah, that's ape. His, that's his more common name here. Yeah. Uh, grass man. Um, uh, they call them boogers down in the south. <laughs> and uh, there's just... When you think about how many sightings there have been, you have to start questioning, are all these people crazy? Are the hundreds of years of Native American accounts from every tribe, naming them different names, talking about a wild man, a hairy man of the woods, um, are all these people crazy? Are all these just coincidental, similar legends? Or is this a real creature that people are seeing? So we're going to talk a little bit about it tonight. And... I just I find it interesting when you talk to people from different parts of the country and even different parts of the world. Sasquatch is known by many different names and a similar creature has been seen all over the world. Um, you know, Australia's got them, uh, Russia, China. Uh, it it never ends. Um, I don't know if I've ever heard of any accounts of a Bigfoot like creature in the United Kingdom. That's like the only place I, I really haven't heard Man, of. Man, there's just not a now that is one area you could literally get away with the argument of there's no room for it. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be you kind of hard. I, mean? I don't like, think they have as dense a forest as we do here in the United States. Not really. Like uh I mean no, there's just not a lot of room. Like you can cross like three different countries in the time it takes you to cross Texas. Yeah. It's a it's a crazy subject. And this won't be the only episode we talk about Bigfoot and Sasquatch. This show, hopefully, will go on for a long time, and we'll discuss a variety of different topics. And we'll probably circle back to Bigfoot at some point, maybe even get a special guest on the show or special guests. Um, but another aspect of this show that we are really excited about is with social media and apps like TikTok, you know, you got Facebook, Instagram, you see all sorts of videos um paranormal tiktok uh instagram's got its fair share and then you've got groups on facebook where people share their accounts and their sightings their footage of whatever it is they're seeing ghosts ufos bigfoot um so a really exciting aspect of this show that we're pretty pumped about is that we're going to be playing some videos and reviewing them and talking about what we're seeing if a video looks absolutely fake, we're going to call it out. You know, we're going to pull no punches on this show. Um, if it's convincing, we're going to say that too. Um, the fact of the matter is, unless you were there and you were the one recording it, you really don't know for a fact. But there are some, you know, you also have to take into account that in today's day and age, you have deep fakes, really good CGI. So it really is hard to say whether certain videos are real or fake. But we're going we're gonna to take a fun, lighthearted approach to it and watch some crazy videos and just see, you know, what, what we think. And we're, we want to know what you think. So later on towards the end of the show, um, I don't know how many people are going to be in here, but uh, we will always, at the end of every show, open up the line, basically. And if you want to share your story, we can have you on screen. Um, you can also share your comments, uh, both on Facebook and YouTube, and we will try to keep up with those as well. 
But um, for this first show, just to kick things off, we're going to go through, we have about seven videos lined up here, all related to Bigfoot. And we're going to go through those. Like I said, we're going to review them. And at the end of the videos, we're going to get into a little bit of discussion about our thoughts on Bigfoot. Is is it possible that a giant, hairy, ape-like creature, possibly related to human beings, is out there in the wilderness and has remained undiscovered for possibly hundreds, if not thousands of years? So, Matt, I, I don't know. What do you say we kick off some of these videos and get into it? Oh, I'm down. Let's do it. All right. So when we hit these videos... There will be uh, no sound from us. So we're going to play the videos and let them go through. And then after the video, we'll go through each one. So let's kick it off with this first video. I believe this video is one that I got and showed Matt the other night. And it was pretty compelling. It's pretty short. It's 11 seconds long. And I think you'll be interested to see what we see and what I saw in this video that was quite compelling to me. Um, so let's let's play it. I'm not sure. Also, volume control. Be careful. I don't want to blow anyone's eardrums out. So let's uh, let's play the first video. What the fuck is that? The... Apologize for the language there. We can't control that. But uh, what you see is a night vision camera in the woods. And what appears to be, for lack of a better option, Bigfoot, the face of a Sasquatch and him turning or her turning and disappearing. Um, Matt, what's your initial impression on that video? You're not going to like it. Go for it. I feel like it's a mask. Yeah, I do. I mean, because the thing the thing that gives me is it is a night vision camera. There's ultraviolet light. There's no eye glow. That's true. That's very true. I didn't even take that into consideration. What I took into consideration, as soon as I saw that video, I immediately jumped onto Amazon and I looked up Bigfoot mask, orangutan mask, and gorilla mask just to see, because it almost looks like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. If you look, it's got like a white goatee kind yeah. of, um, but uh, I didn't even take into consider the eye shine. Let's watch this again. I, I'm going to, I'm going to look at that closer. I I kind of well, feel like I, there was a little bit of eye shine. I kind of feel like there's a little bit of eye shine. Not enough of I you mean, would expect. Not as okay. I'll give you that. Not as much as you would think a creature that predominantly moves at night would have. Now the question is: Is what kind of like I said? We're not there. We weren't there. Yeah. So were they shining a flashlight on this creature? That's what it appears. Let's take let's take another look and see if we can see any light off of the trees or anything like that to give us a better idea of maybe they hit it with the light. Maybe there was a low light source. Because um, I, I would expect if they had a flashlight on this creature that the eye shine would be very, very noticeable. So let's check it out again. I think Matt's onto something. It will be correct. I wish the video wasn't 11 seconds long. That's, I don't know if this annoys you as much as it annoys me, Matt, but you get these super compelling videos and it's like, boom, over. And you're like, where's the rest of it? You're telling me you recorded it for 11 seconds. <laughs> that, that kind of thing annoys me. Right. 
I mean, I wouldn't chase after it, so I can understand why it was cut off when it took off. I mean, on this episode of how white people die. Um, <laughs> it could very well be that at 12 seconds, they're like, all right, Gary, go ahead and take off the mask. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you never know, but um, yeah, you know, when you see videos like that and that's what you have to be really careful of when you're going on the internet. And one thing that's like, like I said, that's going to be fun about the show is we're going to pull no punches. You know, we're not here to say that these videos are hundred percent real or hundred percent fake. We're just going to give you our honest opinions. And Matt made a perfectly good point. No heavy eye shine. And you would think that the creature would have heavy eye shine because I've seen multiple videos supposedly of Sasquatch where they're filming into the woods and you can see two glowing eyes clear as day. And it's not a heavy light source. This is without night vision. So very interesting video. Um, the second video I thought was really interesting. Um, it is uh, a video of supposedly Bigfoot walking away in the woods and at first I was like, eh, but towards the end, I believe it's towards the end, you get a perfect back shot of this thing. And the thing is massive, or it appears to be massive. So let's let's watch this video. Matt, you sent uh you sent me this one. So this one was pretty interesting. So I'm addicted to this. Um, not in a literal medical sense, but I don't think I could live without it. And it's very convenient. And That's funny. I'm addicted to it too. And I can't, I can't live without it. <laughs> um, initial thoughts, Matt, man, I feel like that one's pretty legit to be honest. I was the size of the creature. It's, it's mass. And I feel like let's watch it again. I feel like you can kind of distinguish some musculature underneath the fur, um, which you know, some of these videos, when I see these creatures in the videos, uh, they look really well kept, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm like, that's some pretty shiny fur. Um, I've never seen a bear look that clean. <laughs> so I get a little skeptical when I see videos that are very clear. Like this one's super clear. I wish it was longer. Another video that's only, this one's 12 seconds long, but let's watch it again. Um there's two shots of it from the back in the beginning and then one again at the end when they kind of replay it. So let's watch this again. So I'm addicted to this, um, not in a literal medical sense, but I don't think I could live without it. And it's very convenient. It's a pretty compelling video. Um, gosh, the size of that thing, uh, it's, it's not only wide from the back, but it's like thick. <laughs> yeah. If it is a suit, that is a heavy freaking suit. I'll tell you that. Um, well, I mean, even just get that height on some of those trees, it would have to be a guy on stilts, and the stride's too natural. That's another That's another issue I have. You know, and I, I say that I would do things differently if I was in the woods and I saw a creature walking like that. I, I would want a full-frame shot, head to toe. That way that you can get some scale because it's really yeah. hard to get scale in this video and a good a good example of scale is i was scrolling through my facebook feed today and there was this story about the world's largest alligator shot and killed in africa right the thing looked to be like 30 or 40 feet long it was huge and there was an african tribe um 
all standing behind it. And the thing looked like a dinosaur. You know, we talk about, or we're going to talk about monsters and things like that and legendary creatures. There, That's a dinosaur right there. We have dinosaurs on Earth, crocodiles and alligators. You know what I mean? We got anacondas. And when I saw this picture of this crocodile, I was like, my God, that thing's huge. But upon closer inspection, you can tell that the people are actually standing pretty far behind the thing. So the scale is off. But on first I know, glance. I know what I know which yeah. photo you're talking about. It was yeah. like 22 feet long, and they were standing like four or five feet away from it. Okay. That can severely increase the apparent size of the creature. Because I know that I've also seen a picture of um, uh, like a hog that someone shot somewhere in the south that looks absolutely massive. The thing looks like it's a thousand pounds. And I don't know how, how big the biggest hog ever shot and um, killed was, but I know they, I know they get big. I don't know if they get that big. It really depends. Um, so if it's a natural wild hog, three, maybe two to 300 pounds is a big one. If a domesticated pig gets released, they turn into what's called a hogzilla. Hogzilla. That's what they call this thing. <laughs> yeah. So what happens is it like they go feral. Like as soon as like a domesticated pig, I think somebody said it takes like 30 days and their their complete physical body changes, their hair changes, like their tusks start to grow more, everything. Wow. And they so just they, start they putting on really more quick. size. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why crazy. pigs that's why pigs are like such a problem down here in the south. Like, I think the last I heard was three or four years ago. No, this was almost 10 years ago. I'm sorry. Uh, feral hogs caused about $4 million in crop damage in Texas alone. Wow. I know. <laughs> I know they get crazy with hunting them down. Um, I've seen videos of, like, Ted Nugent, like, in a helicopter, just mowing them down with ARs. It's insane. <laughs> um, but uh, scale, going back to the original yeah, um, scale topic. Yeah. Uh, I got to see this video again because this thing looks absolutely massive. So I'm addicted to this, um, not in a literal medical sense, but I don't think I could live without it. And it's very convenient. So hard to say. Yeah, no, it's definitely. Uh... So towards the end of it, you can see where you get a little bit of scale compared mm. to the trees there towards the end. Um, not great. Not a great scale, but you get a little bit of one. I mean, it looks to be at least seven foot tall. <laughs> it, just judging it based on the mass, like the upper torso, the thing has to be several hundred pounds. Um, it's so thick. It, oh, absolutely. I, the traps on that thing, like it has no neck. Let's watch it again. There's no neck. So I'm addicted to this. Um, not in a literal medical sense, but I don't think I could live without it. And it's very convenient. And I mean, the thing it does it for me is like it's it fits right within ninety five percent of descriptions. A hundred percent, and it's like I said, it's really tough when there's only twelve seconds of video, so you have to really break down what you've seen, and you can kind of see some arm swing, and what it appears is that the arms actually hang far below the waist, and they're thick arms. It could could it be in a guy could it be a guy in a really large suit? Yes. <laughs> we really don't know. But it's yeah. a super compelling video. 
Um, I, I wouldn't dismiss it right away. I, I would like to find out if there's a longer clip with more footage um, because you can tell a lot by getting a long shot of its gait, how it walks. And it, it's just super interesting that it's a, it seems like a lot of these Bigfoot videos, they're walking away, which can be a good thing because you can, you know, get a lot from that. Unfortunately, everybody wants to see the face because you hear a lot of these accounts and people say when they see these things from the front and they look into its face, they say that it has human like eyes and it humanizes the creature. And uh, I don't know about you, but I've been to the zoo and I've looked in the eyes of great apes and, you know, you can feel that, you know, ancestral connection <laughs> uh, you can so, feel them processing what's going on yeah absolutely 100 and as a hunter if i'm a hunter and i have a gun and i'm out in the woods and i see bigfoot and i'm like ready to take a shot and the thing looks at me <laughs> you know what i mean i might i might go that's that's a that's a that's a man <laughs> you know what i mean that's a very hairy large man so i might not I mean, want to shoot it i will say this we are lucky that somebody trying to do a hoax hasn't been shot yet or at least that i've heard of um I think somebody, uh, it's funny you say that. I'll have to see if we, in a later episode, we'll have to pull it up. But I think some clown was running around in a Bigfoot suit and he did get hit by a car. I believe that was a Okay, I did hear about that. Yeah, he did get ready. Because <laughs> he didn't see the car coming because of the mask. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> didn't see the car coming because of the mask. <sighs> you know? <laughs> Um, let's pull up another video. That was a really, let's watch that one one last time. So I'm addicted to this, um, not in a literal medical sense, but I don't think I could live without it. And it's very convenient. I think the commentary is funny. I don't know if that's the original commentary. Uh, oh no, that's a TikTok sound. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not too well versed on TikTok, so it's funny when you get some of these. Um, this video, I believe this is the video that you sent from what appears to be somebody or some people inside a tent and looking out of the tent and seeing Bigfoot. And in this one, you can actually see a face. So this one's 19 seconds long, a little bit longer than the previous videos. So let's take a look. Grainy as hell. <laughs> Grainy as all get out, but you know what? The face looks very ape-like, but also very Neanderthal-like. That's true. Um, now I'm going to have to watch it again and look for the thick brow ridge. You hear that a lot in accounts where they talk about um, deep-set eyes, but a really thick brow ridge, which if you look at skulls of Neanderthals, you'll see that they have heavy brow ridges. And um, it's said that Sasquatch has some of those uh, characteristics and facial features. Um, also, a cone head. So I'll be looking for uh, a more cone, a uh, conical, a more conical yeah, shaped conical. head. Let's take a look again. definitely appears a little bit 
cone shaped on the head. Um, definitely needs to uh, get some Rogaine or something because he looks to be bald on the head. <laughs> I can't. I really mean, it tell. could also de- it could also depend on where the video is from. True. Like if they were, I mean, I imagine they'd have different fur densities for different environments. Very true. Uh, I've heard, you know, accounts of them having long hair, and I've heard accounts of them having fur. Because a lot of people don't think about that, that there is a, a distinction between the two, you know? Yeah. So the facial feature, uh, it's kind of creepy. Um, part of me wants to say that they could easily find a mask. And from grainy footage like this, it would be so easy to get a mask, <laughs> you know, a gorilla mask or something that maybe yeah. doesn't look like um, that's maybe uh, it's a gorilla mask, but it's off. So, like, if you put it next to a real gorilla, it wouldn't look like a real gorilla, but it has human enough characteristics, like Matt said, Neanderthal-like characteristics, that it's pretty convincing. Um, gosh, I, <laughs> how scary would that be? You're in a tent. Right. You hear something outside. You look out. It's daylight, too, which is interesting. Um, they look out, and there's Bigfoot. Now, me, I, I, I would want to say, open the tent and get a full shot of it. <laughs> but then I'm thinking to myself, hell no. <laughs> Stay in the tent. But how safe are you in a tent? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, there's a lot of stories of them messing with people while they're in camps. Oh, my. Yeah, that's true. Throwing stones, things like that. Or even come up and smack in the tent. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Giant hand. just, just <laughs> Yeah, just sitting there chilling. <laughs> I'd, I'd be screaming at it. There's, there's beer and hot dogs in, in the cooler outside. Leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> come out and you got a drunk bigfoot doing a wing roast <laughs> she's making s'mores <laughs> let's watch this video again uh the face is just super these videos it's very easy to get creeped out <laughs> with this kind of stuff let's take a look again an ear and the ear seems to be really far back on its head which is um gorilla like uh i mean the eyes are deep set the brow ridge is there i mean it it fits the descriptions god (laughs) clear video i i wish we had dates and stuff the problem with these tiktok videos is that you don't have, you know, if it's not the original source, <laughs> you don't know when it was filmed. Um, for all we know, it was ripped off a of VHS tape. Um, yeah. So it, it's really hard. and You get complaints all the time. Well, how come we don't have clear footage of this thing? Man, I say all the time where if I was in the woods, I would get the best footage ever. But I imagine I'd be shaking. <laughs> it's not like Bigfoot's going to show himself in a perfectly open environment where you're like there's a perfect shot of bigfoot he's not going to sit there and pose for you real quick like take a shot (laughs) you know what i mean um so these things happen so infrequently and by chance that you know you really can't prepare so i can't i can't be too judgmental on the quality of the videos um although i will be on the show be very judgmental (laughs) but uh definitely interesting um at the end of the show it might be fun to talk about what video was the most compelling (laughs) to each of us okay let's do that um 
Okay, next video. This one's a little bit longer. This is almost a minute long. I don't remember which one this is. So uh, let's just go ahead and play it. But the last video, I, I find it to be pretty convincing. Um, what was your uh, What was your assessment of that one, Matt? That last one we just watched? Yeah. Man, like I said, it fits the descriptions. I really feel like I really feel like they they had it could have been like early morning, even True. and just their phone their phone ups ups the quality a little bit. So I mean, it wasn't very bright. Like yeah, you could tell it was daytime, but it could have been early morning. Like they were just getting up for the day, and it was still wandering around for settling in for the day. Very true. It's often said that they are nocturnal and that you will see them at like early dawn before they go back to their little Sasquatch house. <laughs> um, the daytime shots are really compelling to me. Um, Cause if you think about it, you know, if these creatures are real and they've been around for hundreds, if not thousands of years, they're masters of the wilderness. You know, they know how to hide, they yeah. know how to hunt. So, you know, to catch one in daylight, um, I would assume to be very rare. But uh, let's take a look at this next video. There is a solid bear. It stands up. Matt, thoughts? Shot on potato. <laughs> um, but also, digital zoom isn't our friend. I mean, it really isn't because you lose a lot with a digital zoom. Um, whatever it was, it had some size to it. Because, I mean, like those pine trees that were next to the road, we have those all over the place down here, and they're about a good five, six foot tall. So, I mean, and that thing being further back behind them still, even still, and being bigger. I mean, it was big, but I can't say I, – I don't want to say for certain it's a compelling video. But I mean, whatever that was, was big. This is what is commonly referred to in the Bigfoot community as blob squatch. <laughs> when you get footage and it's just a black mass and you can't – there's no distinguishing features. Um, it was interesting when it stood up, you could almost see like another figure next to it, like almost like a uh, like an infant. It was very interesting. Um was it kneeling still? And those were its knees. Uh, the dog's barking. That tells you that, you know, unless somebody crafted this video, if you're going to hoax a video, I would think that you would want it to be somewhat convincing, you know, and not right. just a blob. So I'm going to go ahead and take it on face value that it really could be, you know, it could be a bear. It could be. Um, <laughs> there's, that's another thing. When, you, when you're looking at these videos, if they are authentic, there's only two things that a, a a big, giant, massive creature could be in the woods with dark fur. And it's either a bear or a Sasquatch. Um, not too many things are seven feet tall. 
you know, and if it was a moose, obviously it's got the rack and obviously yeah. they're gigantic and they walk on four legs. Um, so when you talk about bipedal creatures, one of two things, actually one of three human in a suit, Sasquatch or a bear walking upright. And we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but I, I, let's take another look. We won't play the whole thing, but I do want to play a little bit of this, um, it's scaled for TikTok, so it has some uh, some text and stuff, but you can't read it. That is it's a solid bear. bear. It stands up. I think you're right. It does have quite a bit of size. And uh, unless buffaloes learn to jump very slowly, <laughs> you know, and raise themselves up uh, and the way it stands up, it, it clearly looks like it's in a crouched position and then comes up. It just it really is a shame that you can't see any distinguishing um, characteristics of its uh, appendages or anything like that. I will agree with you. It looks like there's a smaller thing next to it. It yeah. could have been like it could have been a parent. And as a parent myself, and as you as a parent yourself, often we end up kneeling down on the ground dealing with a child throwing a tantrum. Absolutely. And then when you stand up, they're right next to you. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Um, there are videos out there that exist that show what appears to be an infant. Uh, I'm going to try to find this one video. Um, it's like a tree, and this thing is like, I believe if I remember right, it's like in a tree and you can see this other little creature like hanging off of it like apes. Um, very compelling. Uh, I don't, I'm sure it's on TikTok somewhere. Um, I think I saw it on one of those Bigfoot shows a long time ago, a few years ago or something. Yeah. I think but, I know what you're talking about. Like it's walking next to a tree and you can see a smaller figure swinging in the branches. Yes. And then as it starts to walk off, it swings down onto the parent. Yes. Yeah. Um, we'll have to figure out where we, or we'll have to find that video because that's definitely compelling. Um, those types of videos, like the one we just played are really hard to, you know, you can, you can say whatever you want, but it's really, really hard to come up with a concrete theory or opinion on something that's so minimal, you know, with the other more clear footage where you can see facial features and things like that, um, or, or musculature under the fur um or have some sort of scale to size it's way easier to come up with um an opinion um this next video i thought was really interesting i was to be honest with you matt i was on the fence of playing this one because i was like gosh it just it's another one of those ones that's so far away you really can't make out enough but the premise of this is that a creature is seen digging what appears to be digging up a body in a cemetery which is is crazy to me um, you know, why, if it is a Sasquatch, why would a Sasquatch do that? Uh, other than maybe fresh burial and it can smell it and wants to eat it. <laughs> like, I'm not quite sure, but, uh, this, this video is also a minute long. So let's, let's play it. Control, 
Another blob squatch. <laughs> so something I noticed is that child kept saying she. I didn't so, catch that. Yeah, she kept saying she's really getting down in there. I mean, that could just be a kid generalizing something. But, man, that wasn't very big either. No. Uh, when I originally saw it, I was thinking, do they actually still manually dig graves? No. I see I see machinery, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So either these guys are really old school, that was a grave robber, um, <laughs> or it was some sort of creature digging in the cemetery. Like I said, this was a video that I looked at that I was like, is it compelling enough to play on the show? But this is a great example uh, with what Matt said. You know, listen to what the people are saying in the video. Um you know, as long as it's the original, it's not a TikTok sound. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, that one. Um, I don't think that one was. Um, I think that one actually was the people. I just, it, the reaction, I, I'm not convinced it's a Sasquatch. Um, it, if I saw a I, giant hairy creature digging in a cemetery, I'd be freaking out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And this is a little girl and a mom, you know, and they, you know. All things considered, they seem to be pretty chill about it. <laughs> you know, I feel I feel like they were seeing a maybe a drug addict just having a moment. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because like I said, they were, it was just a, it was just a Tuesday for them. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, oh, look at that over there. Yeah, she's really digging with her hands. <laughs> the drug addict of the family goes to, goes to the. Uh, <laughs> the wake and sees the body and realizes that old uncle Joe's wearing a Rolex and they bury him. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I need that watch. It's going to go pawn it. <laughs> I smoke rocks. <laughs> but yeah, that one, I, I don't feel like is Bigfoot at all. Like, I feel like that was just, I mean, they were too chill. Like I said, it was just a Tuesday. They were just like, Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, I uh I'm not convinced at all about that one. Um what's funny, it, let me play we had a comment from Bristy who just happens to be my wife. Thanks for watching, wife. Um <laughs> comedian. She says, "Okay, but does it have a Sam Elliott mustache or do I need new glasses?" I believe she's referring to the tent video. Um I think so. <laughs> Now I have to watch that one more time and see what she's talking about. Because I have all the videos queued up, so I can't see the comments. So, Matt, you can see the comments, right? Yes, I'll okay. let you know. Yeah, let me know. Um, now I got to go back. 
I think it's just a really big mouth. It actually, you know, just like a, an ape mouth. <laughs> yeah, just just a big old mouth. I don't see a mustache. Although I would be very very happy if I saw Sasquatch and he had a Sam Elliott mustache. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I would want that movie to happen so bad. Have you? <laughs> what the man who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot? <laughs> yes. Nobody could play that part but Sam Elliott. <laughs> um, um, I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my to-watch list. I don't know how I knew what you were referring to, just by <laughs> have you. I don't know. Uh, we're simpatico. Um, yeah. I won't, I won't give it away, because it, it, it's a fun movie, but uh, I'll be honest. I, I think I've been let down every single Bigfoot movie when I see the Bigfoot. <laughs> I think there's only... Harry and the Hendersons was like a childhood favorite of mine, so I really can't hate on that. Uh, well, I mean, that was that was a fan like the special effects, like the suit and everything for that time period. They spent some money. Well, let me ask you something. Let's say right Harry on. and the Hendersons. Harry and the Hendersons doesn't exist, okay? And okay. you see that suit, and we, you don't know it's a suit, but you see that we'll call Harry a creature. We'll refer to him as the creature. You see that creature in the woods. I'm convinced. Oh yeah. I, I go, Oh, that's Bigfoot. Holy shit. <laughs> Get the camera. Like they did a great job based on everything you've ever heard about Bigfoot kind of human, uh, human features, conical head, gigantic, um, superb no. special effects. <laughs> yeah. That special effects artist did their homework. Yeah. I actually, <laughs> um, was it on Netflix? I recently watched it again and it still, still holds up. Filmed in my hometown of Seattle, Washington. Um, very, uh, very fun movie for the kids. Um, it's got to be one of my favorite John Lithgow movies. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, he, uh, that movie, okay. So one thing that's super compelling from that movie that made me think that, wow, that, that is possible. At the very end scene when they're saying goodbye to Harry and he walks into the woods. And as he's walking away, all of a sudden, the forest that you thought was just forest, all of a sudden, all these creatures stand up and you realize they were hiding in plain sight. And yeah. it, it got me thinking, yeah, you know, if you've been in the woods and that's how you live. And you're, a, for lack of a better term, wild man of the woods or wild creature of the woods. And you've been there for hundreds or thousands of years and generationally, instinctually, it's in your nature to hide from humans. Um yeah, I would think that you are a master of disguise. And even in one of the scenes, uh, in one of the la in the last sequence of the movie, Harry is up in a tree, <laughs> you know, and he's like standing there perfectly still. And birds, I, I think I'm remembering this right. Birds yeah, are like his birds, yeah, on him. And you're like, you're thinking to yourself, yeah, you know, who's to say that a Bigfoot couldn't climb a tree and hide from your ass? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I've often thought that the best way to find Bigfoot would be to go where the sightings have been plentiful, post yourself up in a tree, and be prepared to wait weeks. <laughs> and make right. no sound. Make no sound. Um, try not to have a bowel movement or anything that could give away your scent. You'd have to descent yourself, and you would just have to hang out in a tree and see if they come back. Um, because if these creatures have been out there for that long, they're going to know you're coming. <laughs> they're going to know you're on your way. 
they're they've got they've got you they got the drop on you immediately as soon as you step foot in their area they got you well i mean it's like speak touching on the hide and point site uh have you like i grew up watching animal documentaries uh discovery channel when they actually played animal shows was my jam um have you ever watched ambush videos of predators waiting waiting to ambush anything like crocodiles lions I, i've tigers. seen some yeah sure you you don't see them you know they're there you're yeah. watching it and you sure. don't see them until they until they move like uh australia like one of the video i watched they said in australia all if it's a murky creek always throw a rock oh. before you swim and this guy goes remember rock check tossed a rock and this huge croc exploded out of the water okay uh, like instant, instantly exploded out of the water. You couldn't tell it was there. You had no idea, and it was like within five feet of them. Guess what country? I'm never going in the water. <laughs> Australia. Uh, not swimming oh, yeah. in Australia. Yeah. I don't care if it's a crystal clear pool. <laughs> You're not going to catch me in the water in Australia. No way. Africa, Australia. Nope. Negative. Florida. Nope. <laughs> Well, you know, they say in any picture you take of Australia at any given time, there's at least 2,000 animals in the photo that can kill you. Really? It's a joke, but yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> you had me thinking there for a second. I was like, I guess it could be true, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, uh, Australia is a very scary place. <laughs> I think about wanting to go there and, like, see – you know, you think it's all funny games. You're going to go see some some koalas all loaded on eucalyptus. <laughs> but I just recently saw a video and you don't really as an American, if you've never seen a kangaroo, like I've seen kangaroos here in like a kangaroo farm and the ones that I've seen are small. They're cute. But even then, like you see them hopping around, you look at their legs and you're like, if that thing kicked me, it'd probably do some damage. And then I saw this video of this six footer kangaroo beating the hell out of this man and he was getting his ass kicked uh, i saw this not video and he ended up he ended up choke holding it and wrestling to the ground didn't yeah. he uh, he yeah. he chin checked that kangaroo a couple times <laughs> swung on him that kangaroo is like that's all you got mate and <laughs> just kept going it was brutal. you know that used to be a sport right what that's real kangaroo boxing yeah that was a sport like way back when kangaroos boxing kangaroos no Oh man! <laughs> Kangaroos boxing bare knuckle fighters. Uh, you know, I hate to be that guy, but I'd probably watch that, <laughs> and I'd always be rooting for the kangaroo. <laughs> oh, every time I'd always root for the kangaroo. <laughs> and it, it's funny because some of them—I don't know if you've seen the pictures. There are some kangaroos out there that are just jacked. They're yoked. Yeah. <laughs> The big, the big reds, yeah, yeah, they are absolutely jacked. Um, <laughs> yeah, very intimidating creatures. Um, okay, we <laughs> we went off the rails there, but that that's funny. Focus uh, up, yeah. Okay, so cemetery video. We're gonna go ahead and that one's gone. No more. That's my. That's my. I'm actually gonna delete it from the feed. We don't need to watch that one again. That one's gone. <laughs> Okay, next one. I don't remember what this one is. So there's a hair stuff out here. I'm over here on 97 on the rest stop. And uh, I don't know. 
the hell is that? stop at this rest stop. <laughs> Matt. Okay, so I want to believe this one. Me too. The, the, the sounds, the sounds are there. Like it's, it reflects what you've heard on previous recordings. People have gotten of this. The part that gets me is the static of when the call's happening. It almost is like he has a speaker sitting there in the cab with him. He's playing the sound. Interesting. I immediately, when I hear sounds, I immediately think of creatures in that we know of, you know, cougars, mountain lions, things like that, bobcats that make interesting noises, even deer. Um, some deer make crazy sounds as well. Um, elk uh, make noise, obviously coyotes, things like that. When I hear, assuming, let's just say that it's not played off of a, a speaker. Yeah, the the amount of lung power to be able to project for the long, like it's a long, like whoa, like I imagine if I took my deepest breath and tried to big, bigfoot call, like I wouldn't be able to go as long as what that creature appears to be able to do. It's it's also in the woods, so it's projecting, um, and it's obviously bouncing off everything because it's like echoing but if that's real and that guy was really because i'm a truck driver i have been over the road if i was in a rest area and i heard that i would be so scared because <laughs> it just doesn't sound like a normal creature to me because you're out of hours and you can't move <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh man like a... i said it's it's very compelling it really sure. is um uh, i can't help but be just a little skeptical because like i said it's before the sound, there's no static, and then when you start hearing the sound, it like kick up, kicks up. Like either he was trying to enhance something before he put the video out, or or it's a speaker sitting there cranked up, and you're just hearing the the, the white noise coming out of it. Play it one more time and just get to the first sound, 
and then we can kick it off and you tell me what you think. Once again, Matt, pinpointing a detail where for somebody who wants to believe, especially in Bigfoot, I want Bigfoot to be real so bad. You hear something like that. And also me being distracted because I am a truck driver. I don't even think about the static, the static noise that you hear. So I can't wait to hear this again because I didn't notice that. And Matt did. So this is great when you're watching videos. The details matter, folks. The details matter. And that's what's also fun about the show is that with two brains of questionable size, we'll see what we can come up with. So let's play this again. I will distinctively be listening for the static. So there's a hair stuff out here. I'm over here on 97 on the rest stop. And uh, I don't know. What the hell is that? stop at this rest stop. <laughs> say Bigfoot isn't real? I don't even want to stick my arm out the window. <laughs> I can't believe Okay. You see what I'm talking about? I do. So, a <laughs> couple things to think of. One, it's by a highway. So I was also looking in the background and you can hear the trucks going, right? The other thing you have to take into account, and the only reason I would even know this is because of my experience as a truck driver. Certain trucks have APUs, which are auxiliary power units. So if you're stopped for the night, you can have your AC running and they're little diesel engines and they kick on and off. So it's not too far-fetched to say that maybe a truck three stalls down their APU just happened to kick on at the same time um, as the sound. So that could be it, but it does sound staticky. Now, what kind of phone was this recorded on? I know that I've heard some things in my phone that I've recorded, like loud engines and things like that, where the sound gets distorted. Um, yeah. Really hard to tell. I'm actually, uh, I, I was looking at his TikTok name. I'm going to have to go read some of the comments and see uh, what he says, because a lot of... That can give away a lot of stuff. If it's an original video and the source is posting it, I believe this guy, I believe this is his video and he's a truck driver. I'm going to have to, uh, because it's not from a page like uh, the ones we were seeing earlier, because all of these have, um, these are all from TikTok and they have names. Yeah. Um, 
this no, guy. No, I want like, this one to be real. I really yeah, do. This guy's like Danny Ramirez and a bunch of numbers. So yeah, I'm gonna have to do some research and <clears throat> possibly reach out to old Danny Ramirez. Um, it would be fun if we could get a hold of somebody like that and just be like, uh, so we hear some static and then all of a sudden the sound comes on. Um, I would love to pick his brain and see, you know, what kind of phone he was using. Like, I want details. You know what I mean? Um, he says oh, it's yeah, at 10, 1048 at night. Um, trucks could be rolling in next to him that you can't see on the road because that's another thing I thought. Oh, well, the sound is going. And you hear that extra that that, that it picks up that static and I don't see a, a, a truck passing on the highway. But that who's to say that a truck didn't just pull into a, pull in a couple stops down, but they're air brakes. So you'd hear the air brake go off. So there's a few things to take into consideration with that video. Super compelling. If there wasn't that questionable audio. I would absolutely believe. Oh, I'd be 100% absolutely. in. Yeah. Um, the deepness in the tone, uh, the length and how long that tone goes on for. Yeah. Uh, pretty sold on that being the Bigfoot. Um, which could you imagine if you're out camping and you hear that noise and it seems like it's, I mean, when it's that loud in the forest and it's echoing off everything, that would be absolutely frightening. <laughs> oh, you would think, you think you're not going to make it home after that camping trip. <laughs> yeah. Um, very compelling. I, I love that video. Um, yeah, I, w- I wish you one. hadn't, I wish you hadn't spoiled it for me, Matt, but that's what we're here to I'm do. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. But uh, I'll be reaching out to that guy or at least trying to read some of the comments and see what he has to say, because as you guys know, it's social media. And if people smell BS, you know, they're going to tell you they smell BS. So it'll be interesting to see how he responds um, and things like that. So we've gone through some videos. We do have one more that could answer some questions and actually uh, debunk a lot of the sightings of Bigfoot that we've seen. Um, I think we'll play that. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit and then Matt, you and I can discuss which video, uh, was our favorite. Okay. Okay. So here we go. So what we see in the video is somebody who has gone down a rabbit hole and has seen many videos of bears walking upright. And what's what's funny is that likely, I don't want to say a majority, but I'm sure there are many, 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 a large percentage of total Bigfoot sightings have probably been bears walking upright. Here's the thing. Some of the videos where you see creature, what you assume to be a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot walking, the gait and the stride this thing or these things yeah. have are huge. That bear walking looks like a guy who just crapped himself and he's trying to make sure that his pants don't leak. <laughs> you know, he's like waddling. Um, if I saw that in the woods and I saw that that maneuver, uh, I would know it was a bear. Um, if you're not a if you're not a Bigfoot connoisseur or a bigfoot believer and you happen to see a bear walking upright in the woods uh, i don't know how it would be interesting to see how many people know that bears walk upright like that it would be interesting 
You know what? I did not know until about two or three years ago, to yeah. be honest. Okay. Like I knew they stood up and I knew they could do like a couple steps. Yeah, but walking I like that? that I, I didn't know they could go for a stroll. <laughs> he's on his way. He's late for church. He's like, oh, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> all, he, all he needs is like a little briefcase. If he's carrying a little briefcase. Slap, slap a fedora and get that dude a tie and he's Yogi Bear. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. Uh-huh. But also, my argument there is, like I said, this is a very interesting theory, and I enjoy it as a theory. My argument there is, you have experienced woodsmen reporting Bigfoot sightings. Very true. And they would know that they would know a bear if they saw it. But then also, like we've talked about this whole episode, scale. You got people describing these things being nine foot, ten foot tall. Um. A black that's bear's not that's grizzly. Be that big. That's grizzly bear size, and I don't and think there's video of grizzly bears walking. Like, oh, I saw a bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and if if you think about the scale that, if you hear accounts from people that have seen this these things up close, um, this bear, if you look, its head dwarfs its shoulders, because it's not until it's on the ground on all fours that it becomes a little bit wider. But once it stands up, it slims out a little bit. So the head and neck, it's huge. Um, When they talk about Bigfoot, oftentimes they say it's like a little, a a head placed on a giant body. Um, You know, big uh, trapezius muscles. Uh, So unless you're very inexperienced or, you know, your eyes are fooling you, or you're wanting to see Bigfoot, <laughs> um, I, I believe it would be easy to distinguish or at least be able to identify a bear walking upright. It might shock you, but uh, I've never heard an account of somebody going, dude, I saw a Bigfoot, but it had really short legs. It was crazy. <laughs> never heard that. And then these trackways that have been discovered and hundreds of casts of these footprints, yeah. the strides are giant. They're huge. Like it. Some of them are at least like, Almost two foot strides, at least. I've heard, I've heard of bigger. I've heard of three foot, four foot. Um, yeah, it's just the mountain of evidence. Um, and we're going to be getting into some questions that a lot of people that maybe are skeptical about Bigfoot have. Um, I've got a list of stuff that uh, we're going to cover, and uh, it should make for some pretty good talking points. We've already gone over an hour, so um, Matt, let's go ahead and. Uh, and talk about the videos that we've just watched here tonight. Which video was the most convincing for you? Tent Squatch, for sure. I'm going to okay. quote your wife on that one. Tent Squatch. <laughs> tent Squatch. She, she did say Tent Squatch. Tent Squatch. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's just the face was the face was correct. There wasn't anything else to lead you to believe that it was fake. I mean, there was even a little bit of shake in the camera because they were nervous as all get out. Um, man, I'm telling you, that, that one's the most compelling to me from what we watched this evening. I would I would agree with you. It's not a night vision shot. It's not I – mean, it's blurry, but it's clear enough where there's certain features of the face that you can distinguish and, and the head. Um, placement of the ear or what I believe is an ear you know, really off, but really set far back on the head, like a gorilla or a great ape. Um, the shape of the mouth, 
how it's it the the face is human like but the mouth it, it, like its jaw it appears to have a giant jaw which would make sense yeah um let's watch the video one more time You've got cheekbones, fits. cheekbones, giant mandible. Um, gosh, <laughs> yet another video where I wish 19 seconds just isn't long enough. Super compelling. I'm going to try to do some more research and see um, if there's uh, extended footage or anything on that clip or find out where the source of that clip is from. Um, yeah. Very, very compelling clip. Uh, let's... Uh, Let's talk, let's talk some more about Bigfoot. So one of the questions that I hear, Matt, I'm sure you've heard this plenty of times, is people say, okay, if Bigfoot exists, where are the bodies? Have you heard that, Matt? I have heard that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what, what do you say to that? Well, I mean, we don't know what kind of society this is. I mean, like even looking at other family structured uh animals i mean even elephants will come back to where a member of their family fell and died and mourn and have a mourning process with them again uh even just with the bones i mean and then you have like like apes apes will carry the bodies of a dead loved one uh at times so i mean there's no we can't say for sure if they get buried or what, but I mean, surely they do something with the body. I mean, they could have some kind of mourning process with it or anything. Um, I mean, you know, the old stories of like elephant graveyards where elephants would wander off to die. Yeah. I mean, those were real. Those, I mean, that happens. So, I mean, how do we know they don't just have a cave where once one's old enough and sick enough, it just goes to, to die. It's very true. I've heard stories of um, mounds in the woods where you go out there and there's just what appears to be burial mounds. Now, is it a Sasquatch burial mound? Who knows? I haven't seen any studies or anything done on those burial mound sites, but I know that there's been recent studies um, with great apes where uh, they've studied them and they see that much like human society, they do mourn their dead. And they do acknowledge that, you know, a loved one has died. So it's, yeah. it's interesting to see that there have been studies done. And, you know, when people think of monkeys and elephants and they, they just think of animals, you know, they don't think that they have any type of ritual or ceremony or even mourning of their dead. That may be true for snakes, and like <laughs> insects and yeah. stuff. But... um. I mean, even in the ocean, you know, if uh, a mama orca whale uh, loses a baby, it like floats the baby up to the top and like scoots it along in the ocean and stuff. And it's hard for them to detach. Um, so it, it wouldn't surprise me. So, you know, do they bury their dead? Sasquatch could very well bury their dead. They could cannibalize their dead and bury the bones. You, we don't know because there hasn't been real research done on these creatures and they have not been studied 
like we study other animals. Um, now, why is that? There may not be very many of them. Like I said earlier, if they've been in the woods for that long, they're masters of the wilderness. So finding them and doing what we did to like, you know, there is no, there's not going to be a Jane Goodall of Sasquatch. I just don't see that happening. <laughs> Believe it or not, I actually watched a video today where she backed up that Sasquatch is probably real. Uh, I have heard that. I've, I've read it and I saw that video. Um, I was going to put it up, but I wanted to review more sighting type stuff. But hearing somebody like Jane Goodall, who spent her whole life studying primates um, and gorillas specifically, I think it was gorillas or chimpanzees. Gorillas in, in, the, gorillas in the mist. Gorillas in the mist. That's right. Um, in Africa. Um, she says it's very possible. So she's definitely someone like her. Uh, you know, I think she might, she, uh, she's definitely a primatologist. I'm not sure if she's an anthropologist as well, but, um, somebody with, a uh, a, a, a abundance of knowledge, like Jane Goodall saying that the chances are very real that Sasquatch exists. Um, it's pretty compelling if you ask me. Uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, hundred percent, right. <laughs> you know, when you get an authority yeah. like that, the other authority that I believe, um, is Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum from the University of Idaho or Idaho State University. I forget what actual the name of his university is, but he is a professor. He's an anthropologist. And I believe he has the largest collection of casted footprints, including hoaxed footprints. And if you look into his work, read his books or watch videos or um, previous uh, shows that he's been on, he's explained why he's come to this conclusion because you have to understand as somebody in the with an educational background you know saying these types of things he could be blacklisted <laughs> you know what i mean by his oh, yeah. by his colleagues they're like oh yeah bigfoot okay um but his arguments are very compelling um and we'll get into that in a little bit but another one of the questions that you get all the time and we did some of that here tonight where's the footage where's the crystal clear footage of bigfoot it seems like the the best, most compelling evidence we have is the Patterson-Gimlin film of 1967 um, in Bluff Creek, California. Uh, the infamous video of Patty the Sasquatch walking away from the camera in a creek bed. Matt, what do you think about that footage? I think that's probably 100% real. I do believe that that is 100% real. Like, I've seen the shows where forensic scientists have put tried to put a skeletal structure within that frame that they had there on the video and it just there's nothing there's no way even at that especially at that time that it could have been a suit around someone the movements and everything are just too fluid for it to be a suit with a structure within it to fill it out um it's not because it's not clunky it's nice smooth strides just just cruising so i mean like I said, I think that one's hundred percent real. I agree. And to what you were saying about it, just cruising along. If it's a guy in a monkey suit. Okay. It's 1967. He puts on this mask and supposedly there, there was a gentleman who claimed to be the guy that was in the suit and that they used football pads to bulk him up. Okay. Here's my problem with that. You've got a giant mask on. Okay, just imagine putting a Halloween mask on that. And yeah. they put you in this creek bed. 
this dry this dry creek bed and they say okay walk walk look back at the camera and walk dude you're going to be stumbling over rocks i mean navigating alone how many times did they have to shoot it to get that smooth of footage you know what i mean was it right. a one shot one shot take i'm not buying it, it no no. especially in a in a suit because there's one good shot i think uh at least one frame where patty um that's the lovable name they've given the, the patterson gimlin sasquatch where her i believe it's left foot comes up and you can see the in, the entire foot and the way she's walking uh it, it it's just too realistic and it would be too hard to fake that movement and that maneuverability that that creature had on that dry lake bed and it, you know, throw on a suit. So not only do you have visual problems, um, cause keep in yeah. mind the creature turns towards the camera. Okay. So we see the face and people have enhanced the image of the face. It's got long lips, um, uh, brow ridges. Uh, so we see the face. If, if it was human eyes, we would probably be able to tell. So let's just say for a minute that this was a suit guy puts on this giant mask. So we can't see for, you can't see, so he's walking through this dry creek bed and he's got giant feet put on and he's supposed to navigate and navigate as smoothly as Patty did in that video. I'm not buying it. I believe it's a real video. I believe that's the best footage we have of Sasquatch. And it's it's been hard to top. Uh, there's a lot of questionable history behind um, Roger Patterson, but I'm going to have to take the video on face value from what I see in the footage alone and not taking into account that from uh, from many sources he's a con artist and things like that and he's made a lot of money or his family's made a lot of money off the video um i i believe it's authentic i believe that was i mean a sasquatch i mean just because somebody's a, a shite person doesn't mean they didn't stumble across bigfoot right could you imagine he's a just a pos and he just met he's like i'm gonna go find bigfoot and he actually does and he's like holy sh no way <laughs> yeah Crazy. I mean, right? I think what I odds? think they just got lucky enough and just happened to stumble across her because I mean, well, like I've watched a lot of hunting shows and I've watched and I've and I've studied a lot of hunting. I haven't done much hunting, but I've just studied the concept of it. Um and even in the movie Jeremiah Johnson, I'm gonna reference a movie, <laughs> is when they're trying to hunt elk, the old mountain man tells them stay on the other side of the horse. And they don't, the guy, Jeremiah Johnson doesn't understand why at the time. And the guy goes, elk can't count, but they can tell when you're on two feet. So you stay on the other side of the horse. They think it's just another grazer cruising along. It'll get you, let's get a little bit closer before they panic. And then it lets you get a little bit better shot. I think those guys just had me get lucky and stumbled across her because they were on horseback. And they weren't, and from all the stories I've heard, they weren't talking a lot. Like they were being quiet and they were just on horseback. So I think they just caught her off guard. She didn't realize there was people around. The wind could have been just right where she didn't smell them. Didn't see them coming up. Heard hooves. So didn't think anything of it. Just just chilling. Getting her Sasquatch tan on that creek bed. And then they caught her by surprise. Maybe she heard them coming and she's like, oh my God, elk. <laughs> Time to get today's meal. <laughs> just because she heard the walking and she was there and she's like, oh shit, humans. <laughs> she bails. There's a. I mean, like, like I said, I think I think they just caught her by surprise because, I mean, you don't hear anybody going out looking for Sasquatch on horseback. Like, I, I hiked. I hiked ten <laughs> miles into the woods. <laughs> I, I've heard theories that uh, there's possibly 
another Sasquatch, possibly an adolescent, in the tree line. And she's looking back to make sure that their eyes are on her and not on her infant. Um, I don't remember where I saw that, but they had enhanced some of the tree line and it almost looked like you could see another creature. Um, but it, if I remember right, and it's been a long time, I've seen so much uh, footage and content on the Patty film that it's very easy <laughs> to get lost in what I saw and when I saw it, because it's the most well-known footage of Sasquatch in history so far to date. It's um, one of the most analyzed pieces of footage in yeah. history, <laughs> and they still can't find where it's fake. Yeah, they don't have any concrete evidence that it's faked. So yeah, I, I mean, and like I said, that's gotta be the most analyzed what eighteen seconds of footage mm-hmm. of all time. Absolutely. So you know, where's the footage? Patterson Gimlin footage, best footage we have so far. Unfortunately, it was filmed in 1967. But if you consider the quality of the equipment that they had, and the ability that we have now to digitally enhance these videos, um. It's almost no question of whether or not the film is real. Um, so when people ask, where's the footage? There's your footage right there. I feel like anybody just has to have concrete proof in front of them are just miserable people. Because, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we discover, like, how, like, it doesn't get talked about a lot, but they discover, like, three new species a day. For, for a species such as humans that think we know everything, we discover something, we discover a whole new life form that was already on our planet that we didn't know about all the time. Yeah, no, you know absolutely. I mean? And it's cr- it's crazy to think about how many undiscovered species are still being discovered today and how many have already been discovered. I mean, millions upon millions. <laughs> so yeah. to to absolutely doubt that Sasquatch exists would be foolish um like i said earlier if they've been out there for that long they know how to hide from us (laughs) you know what i mean yeah um i mean you and i talked about this the other the other night when we were just chit-chatting um i feel like we are put my words together we are purposely taught the wrong scale of things sure i feel like we're taught to believe that we are running out of room and don't be wrong. I mean, space space is running out, but not at the not the pace that people think it is. Um, like I didn't realize because I felt like my my area was very developed. And then last night I was showing you a sky shot of my area. Yeah. And how much green was there? <laughs> there was quite a bit. Um, I mean, so it goes to reason that just because we feel like we're crowded doesn't mean we're actually out of room 100 percent. i mean Um, there's still so much land that a person actually hasn't stepped foot on in the united states wildlife wildlife in the united states there's 111 million square miles of protected forest land 111 million Sorry, acres, not square miles. Acres. That's even less. <laughs> you know, that's it. That's that's crazy. Um, 111 million acres. That's I said square miles. That would be gigantic. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> um, but even an acre is pretty, that's a pretty sizable chunk of land. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, it's huge. Like when you think about it, think about this, like 400, here you go. Give you a scale. Uh, the four sixes is a ranch in Texas. Okay. It is like 400 something thousand square acres. Give you an idea here. That is 500 square miles. Yeah. So when people say, where is it? How come we haven't seen it? How come we haven't found a family of them? How come we haven't found their civilization? First of all, it's said that there's possibly only a thousand, couple thousand of these things. I think someone either said less than 10,000 or less than 5,000 in existence, which is, you know, how often do you see a bear in the woods? You know what I mean? Um, so if it's running on low numbers like that and you throw them in 111 million acres, 111 million, 111 million acres you know good luck finding it <laughs> hold on i'm gonna google that how many miles is that that would be uh 174,012 square miles you already had it pulled up you dog yes. yes i have i have a couple notes to make sure that i get my point across and that we, we uh we can talk about so things I mean, like oh go ahead matt oh no you're good um I mean, so like people, like I said, people are purposely taught the wrong scale. I'm not saying things are trying to be hidden from us, but. They're trying to be hidden from us. Taught, <laughs> yeah, we're purposely taught the wrong scale of things. Like we're taught to think we are out of room. Every time I fly and I see the amount of wilderness that is still in existence like when you're up in the sky, like human beings and human civilization looks like a cancer upon the earth. <laughs> it's like yeah. we're just spreading out and it's, it's sad to see, but you fly over some of those areas that haven't been touched yet and that you're not going to be able to build communities in. And you realize, man, when was the last person, when was the last time a person stood right there in the middle of those woods? Probably the chances are they might, no humans ever stepped there, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. very possible. Um, but yeah, going into when you're talking about where is the footage of Bigfoot, we've got the footage. And does there really need to be that much footage when you consider the vast amount of sightings that have been that have happened in history that have been accounted for? So we have thousands upon thousands upon thousands of sightings of these creatures. We have a history with Native American um, folklore and legend uh, from many different tribes, calling them many different names. So the history of these things is so vast that there has to, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I've heard of feral humans in the woods. Uh, <laughs> that might be a topic of a different show, but it's not Im impossible for a large bipedal, for lack of a better term, hominin or hominid to be in the woods of North America and the world. Um, I know in Russia, and I believe Siberia as well, um, it's 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 been said that there's possibly still existing cavemen, along with Bigfoot. Like, they've seen Neanderthal-looking human beings, um, like relic hominids, um, or hominins, that have been seen. Cavemen. <laughs> you know, yeah. how crazy would that be if you're in Russia... And you see a caveman with a spear or something, you know, it's, you know, 
this show is going to be a lot of fun because we're going to talk about all sorts of crazy stuff and stuff that a lot of people that haven't heard of it before will probably be like, that is absolutely insane. And I think I can speak for Matt too. We're super excited to talk about it. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, the footprint casts alone, you know, where's the video footage? Do we really need it if we have physical evidence? And I think that footprint casts can be considered physical evidence because if you can distinguish the difference between a hoax or a fake foot and what appears to be a real foot, and you might ask, you know, if, you, if you're not into the Bigfoot world like we are, you may ask, uh, well, how, how can you tell the difference? And going back to Dr. Dr. Jeff Meldrum, um, he's mentioned many times that you can see dermal ridges in the footprint casts. What are dermal ridges? If you look at a hand, you can see all the different creases and ridges and even uh, the dermal ridges that make up the fingertips. Some of these footprints, you're able to see the patterns in the actual print, the little rings on the on the toes. And to fake dermal ridges <laughs> would be, I mean, I, I would venture to say next to impossible. Um, I don't see how you could. I really don't. You would have to... <laughs> I mean, maybe with today's technology where you could 3D scan a foot and then scale it differently, transform it. So it still has your human, your human print like features. You know, maybe you could do it that way. But here's where I, I would say still hard to fake because this, uh, the research has been done showing that these creatures have a mid tarsal break. Now, humans, when they walk, they walk and like, this is your foot and these are your toes. They walk on the ball of their feet and then go up onto their toes. These animals and primates alike have mid-tarsal breaks where um, I, had to, I had to write this down so that I, I wouldn't forget. But the mid-tarsal break is the ability of the non-human primate to lift the heel independently from the rest of the foot. So imagine this is the heel. So you're coming up and then boom, you're lifting all the way. So... The footprints are showing a mid-tarsal break. No hoaxer that's just trying to get a laugh or trying to goof is going to go through the trouble of dermal ridges and a mid-tarsal break in their footprints. They're not going to do right. it. And so we have these thousands of footprint casts that are huge. You know, over I, I think the scale is between 13 and over 20 inches long. Over 20 inches long. You're talking about... What is is Shaquille O'Neal out there walking barefoot in the wilderness? I don't think so. Okay, I think he's an eighteen, if I remember right. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, the thing is, you got the people that the people that say, "Where's the video evidence?" When you counter with, "Well, here's this video evidence." Okay, but then how can we have a kind of body? Like they will do what they will come up with whatever argument they can instead of accepting there might be something out there they don't know about. Yeah. Um, what's crazy is like. When you when you get into the realm of Bigfoot, it, it can get even crazier. Like me, I still I still lean towards that it's an undiscovered hominid, uh, an ancestor to humans, definitely of the great ape lineage. Um, that's what I believe. Um, but you also hear strange accounts, like people that have shot Bigfoot point blank and it hasn't injured them. Um, people that claim this is where things get crazy where people claim that bigfoot uh or big feet <laughs> uh communicate telepathically um 
Bigfoot sightings in correlation with UFOs, you know, unidentified yeah. flying objects. Um, so there, there could very well potentially be supernatural or extraterrestrial or interdimensional aspects that we don't know about. You know, the op- the the options are endless <laughs> of what this. I mean, leaning full in to the the spirit of the show and just for theories. I mean, it's entirely possible that Bigfoot itself is a nature spirit. Could be. A ghost squatch. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> the ghost squatch, if you will. A ghost squatch. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, it, there's, totally. that full, there's that full-on theory. I mean, that could... I don't know if I've ever heard anybody come up with that theory, but, I mean, it very well could just be a nature spirit. Hence, they just disappear. Um... There's been trackways that all of a sudden the footprints just disappear into nothing. No trees, yeah. no holes in the ground, just disappear, gone. And you're talking about a very long trackway and they just disappear. How do you explain yeah. that? People have said they've seen Bigfoot disappear. Um, crazy things, things where if I heard it, I'd be like, that's insane. Um, I still <laughs> I still tend to le- uh, lean towards it being a living, breathing creature now you know when you get into the interdimensional talk which we'll talk about on another episode of (laughs) high strangeness for lack of a better term um with missing people in the wilderness and things like that Uh, places like skinwalker ranch um where scientists have actually studied these places and have seen things that you can't even possibly comprehend if you saw it in a movie you'd be like this is so fake (laughs) you know and these people that are there, you know, either military personnel or people that are studying it scientifically and these events and this phenomena uh, scientifically are saying, we've seen these things. Um, it, it makes you question how much we really know about our planet and our earth and life. <laughs> Bigfoot or interdimensional travelers were their vacation home. <laughs> Could very well be. And that's when I was young. Um, I actually, and that's the funny part about this shirt is I thought, I wonder if Bigfoot is a ghost. I wonder if people are seeing a ghost of, uh, you know, people um, suggest that it's possibly Gigantopithecus, which was a giant bipedal orangutan slash great ape that existed 10,000 years ago, um, as little as 10,000 years ago. Um, and the thing is, the bulk of the fossils of those, aren't they in China? Yeah. From what I understand, uh, a traveler, I, I don't know if it was an American or a Brit or what have you, but they were in some Chinese, I think, medicine shop, and they saw a tooth. And apparently, um, I forget what they were marketing it as. If it was dragon market, teeth. Dragon, dragon teeth. And uh, the guy was like, that is a gorilla tooth or something. He's like, that's a great ape tooth. And they basically built the model of Gigantopithecus off of this tooth. And I think maybe a possible partial jawbone. Um, I would have to look, so don't quote me on that. But they did have the tooth. And apparently there was a giant, upwards of 10 feet tall, ape 10,000 years ago that could have crossed the land bridge and could have survived. Um, That's what I was going to bring up was the land bridge. Like yeah. It makes perfect sense if they were in China. It makes perfect sense that they could have crossed over here and survive yeah. um, quite well. Personally, we'll have to get into this on another episode, but I believe at one time, I believe they called it Pangea 
all the continents were connected together. I think <laughs> we can't get too far into this. We'll have to save this for another show. But I do believe that there was great ancient civilizations. I believe there was a worldwide global cataclysm that wiped everybody out and separated all the continents. And that's why you see structures, um, creatures like Bigfoot um, in all sorts of different areas all over the world um, with no possible way, according to our history books of transportation that would be able to get people from Africa and Egypt into South America, <laughs> you know, the grand Canyon, the grand Canyon. There's just, man, I'm so excited about the show, Matt. I can't even, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Bigfoot, I, you know, I think they're intelligent creatures. I think they're flesh and blood. And I believe that as time goes on, I think we will eventually figure it out. I think there will be some proof, you know, whether it be a body. A lot of people say there's there's going to be no other proof. You can find as many hair samples and stool samples as you want and say that this is not of any other creature. But until we have a body of a Sasquatch, no, uh, there's so many people that won't believe it. I, I'm a believer. I believe that Sasquatch exists. Matt, well, I mean, how many different hair samples have they found they did DNA tests on? And it didn't match anything. Uh, something about the mitochondrial DNA uh, was not that of a human. Um, yeah. Very, very interesting. Uh, I know that if you go online and you Google uh, hair samples, you can see comparisons between human, you know, bear, and all the different animals that you could potentially find in the woods. And then a sample of hair that looks nothing like the others. <laughs> uh, very, very interesting. Um so I think the evidence is there. I, I just think a lot of people don't want to believe it's, it's far fetched to them because Bigfoot has been created as this mythological creature, but I think the evidence is there. I think the main reason people don't want to believe is it would change. I think the right way to word this without being offensive. It would change how they viewed their position in the world. Sure. Absolutely. Cause like right now we like people view themselves as the top, of everything um the people that don't view themselves as the top of everything are people that deal with large predators all the time um that changes your perspective when you see this animal that is insanely times amount stronger than you are and it's still not that much heavier like two or three hundred pound cat or, or uh, let me go even smaller like a hundred pound 150 pound leopard dragging a gazelle up a tree like it's not even there <laughs> you know what i mean like so so people that deal with large predators a lot have a completely different outlook on on their position in the world than everybody else so i think that's one reason is you're talking about a 10 foot tall creature animal that's possibly very intelligent wandering the woods and that'd be hard for people to deal with well I mean, what did we just talk about? 111 million acres of national wilderness preservation. That's government. That's federal land. If Sasquatch was proven to exist, the amount of money made on parks and wildlife is so much. You would have another creature that you would have to acknowledge, essentially, and go, okay, it's a protected species, and this is its habitat the snowball effect of what that would what that would do it would uh affect logging 
it would affect. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, th- there's so much to think about. It, like, is Sasquatch a government cover-up? You know, because I live in Washington yeah. State. We had a volcano called yeah. Mount St. Helens, and there's stories of burnt-up Sasquatch getting hauled away by the government. <laughs> you know I mean? No joke. I've never heard that. Oh, really? Oh, man. We'll have to get into that in another show, but I- I've heard yeah. accounts of that. I've heard people saying it's BS because they were in the military and during that time, and they never saw anything like that. But if you look at, um, I don't know, I imagine it's only a Pacific Northwest thing, but in their like field guide, in the military field guide, it lists Sasquatch as one of the creatures because they do a lot of exercises out here in the woods. And it's been proven oh. that they acknowledge Sasquatch. And many military people that have done exercises out here in these woods in the Pacific Northwest have seen and heard these creatures. So I believe Bigfoot well, is real. Uh, I'm I'm with you, man. I think Bigfoot's out there. I think it is a real thing. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, no, that's really interesting about the Mount St. Helens. Um, but also yeah. the government tried to cover that up, so that it was going to erupt. <laughs> it, I mean, And that's why we're going to talk about conspiracies on this show uh, as well at some point. Um, so much, so much to talk about. And we've, <laughs> we've barely scratched the surface of bigfoot um i feel like we just got like an introduction yeah barely covered that's going to be the fun part of the show we've got so much to talk about um we'll have to do an episode on the saint helens bigfoot connection and uh all that fun stuff and matt i know you have more ghost stories that are compelling as all get out and i can't wait to hear them all again i've heard most of them i don't think i've heard them all um Definitely want to hear some more of those. I know that the the audience, as it grows, will want to hear more of those. Um, we were planning on keeping the show at a tight hour. Clearly, that has not happened. We are almost at two hours. I don't know how you feel, Matt, but I think I think we did a, a pretty. This was a great introduction episode to our show. Oh, fantastic! Great, great, great stop stopping point. Yeah, I, I, I'm just really pumped. Just based on, you know. Matt and I are friends from a distance. We've never uh, we've never hung out for long periods of time. I've met him once in real life, you know, based on our mutual uh, love for classic Mopar cars. And to meet somebody else who has the same, you know, <laughs> beliefs and a willingness to have these types of discussions is a lot of fun for me because I really don't have anybody like that in my life that I can that will sit and listen. You know what I mean? I'm sure my wife. Yeah. I'm sure my wife loves that I have somebody to talk to about this kind of stuff. So hopefully everybody that has watched um, tonight live, thank you for watching. Many more where this came from. Matt and I are planning on doing this every Saturday night live on YouTube and Facebook. Um, This is also going to be released as an audio podcast. Uh, So, you know, this is episode number one of hopefully many to come. Oh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, Kurt was mentioning that they have a lot of sightings in Wisconsin. I believe it. Um, like, I know we're getting off, but I got to touch on this. Uh, I believe it because, like, um, you're close to the Canadian border. Did you know that there's more Americans living further north than, like, 75% of the Canadian population? Really? Oh, a lot of them are down in the greater Toronto area and stuff like that in the great lakes those are more southern than the most northern states 
like most Canadian towns are within and big cities are within 50 miles of the border. Wow. So there's all that up there that we're not even factoring in to being open ground. That's, I mean, Canada, (laughs) the amount of unclaimed, I shouldn't say unclaimed because government owns quite a, (laughs) um, the amount of un touched, untouched, non-humanized <laughs> land where a creature like Sasquatch could flourish um, is plenty. And, you know, I think as we go on and discuss more, if you're still on the fence, if you're watching this show and you're on the fence, like, what are these crazy lunatics talking about? Once you start putting all these pieces together, I, I find it hard to doubt Sasquatch. I really do. Um, and uh, I think once we get into the government conspiracy aspect and uh, some other of the crazy, some other of uh, the crazy aspects that you hear about Bigfoot, um, you know, it, it's it's quite compelling um, information. Um, whether it's real or not remains to be seen, but I, I find there to be an overwhelming amount of convincing evidence um, that my final opinion would be that Bigfoot is absolutely real. We just haven't officially discovered him yet or her or them <laughs> i just hope david attenborough is still alive when we do find him so he can narrate <laughs> that documentary 100 percent. on that note i think this is a great point to end matt this was a lot of fun dude we'll see you next week right oh man absolutely and uh we don't have very many people in the chat live tonight um the comments have been pretty pretty slim i think my wife and and my buddy kurt uh, joined us um normally once the show grows and we get more of a live audience we're going to open uh the forum up to possibly join us on the show but we definitely want to hear your stories we'll read them on the show uh, we also plan on covering like paranormal um uh happenings in the news and pop culture and things like that um as it pertains to the paranormal so this show won't just be video reviews and won't just be matt and i going off on various topics also if you do have a video or pictures yes. submit that i want to see them 100 percent. see them and you can do that by emailing the content that you have whether it be a written story or a video or audio or if you want to tell us why you think you would be a great guest for the show you can email us at story at talking paranormal.com we look forward to reading those and uh having you guys um tell us all your your crazy stuff before we go um kurt that is definitely the beast of bray road is definitely uh, a topic that i want to cover at some point because that gets into the whole dog man thing and uh the folklore behind dog man and the fact that there may be potentially several different types of bipedal creatures out there that one could fall um, into the category of Sasquatch. (laughs) Um, So uh, a subject for another night. Absolutely. So with that being said, that was episode one of Talking Paranormal. My name is Chris Albrecht. This is Matt Monroe. And thank you for joining us. And we'll see you next week at 7 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Central, and 10 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for joining us. Have a good night. And you know what? I think I think we'll send them off 
with the video that we found to be most compelling. So this is the video that Matt and I thought was uh, the winner of tonight. And the video that we thought was the most compelling Sasquatch video that we've shared tonight. So we'll see you next week. Thanks for watching.